guys, welcome to another episode of the Stock Bros Podcast. Um, today, we are going to talk about stock market regulations and the governing bodies. But first, don't forget to subscribe, uh, like, leave a comment, and let us know what you think. And also, if you want to in start investing and you're a new investor, you can use our links below for Robinhood and Acorns. So let's get started. All right. So today we're talking about how is the stock market regulated? Is it safe to invest? Um, but first, I'm going to start off talking about why does the stock market need regulations and how did the regulation come about? So in 1929, the stock market crashed um, all throughout the 20s. Uh, the 20s were like roaring for investors, basically. Um, but there was a lot of like really bad practices going on. Some really shady I believe stuff. it was the I believe it was the best 10 years ever for the it stock was, market. Yeah, it was it was yeah. insane. But the reason it was so good is because some of these guys that own these companies were like manipulating the stock prices by selling off large portions and doing all sorts of crazy stuff um, to manipulate stock prices in the stock market. Uh, you can't really do that anymore. But so yeah, the stock market crashed in 1929, and that's what led to the. On June 6, 1934, the Securities Exchange Act was signed into law. Uh, and it, basically what this also did is it forced companies to share prospectus with their shareholders. So basically what that means is um, their revenue, are they, how, what are their earnings? Um, it, it'll, it'll disclose if there are any like um, potential downsides that could happen. Um, like for example, Let's say Uber, for example, if Uber had any any information that their stock price might or that their company was going into debt or anything like that, basically, they would have to disclose it to you. Um, so, yeah, publicly traded companies before this were not required to report their financial status to the public. Um, insider trading was literally allowed. Uh, you can manipulate the market by do, selling off stocks. You could do all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, and there was nobody to enforce these laws. And because of this, um, the the crash happened in 1929. And um, there was also, obviously, the Great Depression. Um, but yeah, so the Security and Exchange Commission, like I said, it's 1934. It was founded. Um, and it's a U.S. government oversight agency um, to restore conf confidence um, when the Basically, so that 1929 stock market crash would never happen again. They didn't want that to happen again the way it did. Yeah, uh, people and, were very timid to start investing and putting their monies back in banks again. So yeah. they needed to do something to restore some type of confidence and order. So Yeah, so there's two, There's Main Street um, basically refers to investors like me and you. So basically, they wanted to protect Main Street. Um by bringing cases against those who committed investment fraud, uh, insider yeah, trading, yeah. all that stuff. Which happened a lot in the 20s. So, yeah. yeah. So that's one of the stock market regulating agencies. Uh, two more that we're going to talk about is FINRA and the SIPC. So FINRA first is the financial, financial industry, uh, sorry, financial industry regulatory authority. So uh, that's a that's a long sentence to say right yeah. there. So basically, FINRA is an independent non. It has no affiliation with the government. Um, 
And what they do is they enforce the rules of the governing registered brokers and the broker deal uh, dealer firms in the United States. And its mission statement is actually to safeguard the investing public against fraud and bad practices. So in addition to this, um, the secure, in addition to overseeing the security firms and their brokers, uh, FINRA administrators, they, uh, they have qualifying exams every year that these financial advisors and security professionals have to pass in order to keep selling uh, on the stock market and to be brokers. So that's a good way to keep it in check. And um, the SIPC, that's the Securities Investor Protection Corporation. So this is actually, in my opinion, and the most important one because they protect your money and they protect cash and securities held in the brokerage firm up to $500,000. So if your account gets hacked or the company goes out at your brokerage, say you use Robinhood, they go out of business, they help you get that money. So Yeah, and I just want to add, it's, it's more so if the brokerage goes out of business more than anything else. Um, if you guys remember what Bernie Madoff did in 2008 or whatever, the SIPC literally put out a statement saying they were not able to, um, they basically couldn't guarantee that that money was going to be put back in those people's accounts because it didn't cover that. They were, they didn't cover um, the schemes like Bernie Madoff did. Um, they covered if your brokerage went out of business was the main thing. So, but the most of that money was, um, recuperated was recovered was recovered yeah. anyways but it just couldn't be guaranteed yeah the sec and finra are more involved with investigating fraud where the sipc is more involved with protecting you from bankruptcies yeah where your money is being held so it it covers uh types of securities such as bonds stocks mutual funds but it does not protect you from any market losses you may incur or a, a decline in the market. So if you have $1,000 in your in, in Apple, say, and Apple just completely goes bankrupt, which is crazy to think about, and your investment goes to zero, you're screwed. You're not getting that money back because that's an, an investment that you made on your own decision and it has nothing to do with your brokerage. And that statement sure. that you just read, roughly, um, that's basically put out on every brokerage site. You see that when you sign up for Robinhood, if you read their documents, any brokerage says that any risks you take um, are your own risks, and they they can't repay you if you know a company goes out of business. That's your fault. Yeah, there's all kinds of warnings when you sign up to a brokerage, you know. Yeah. But um, so I think the the final takeaways are. The SEC is responsible for overseeing all the stock exchanges and any organization connected with selling of securities. Uh, FINRA sets standards and approves or revoke licenses for stockbrokers and other financial professionals. And the other uh, safeguard is individual states and brokerages are also tasked with handling complaints, uh, registered securities, keeping records and or performing checks and audits to ensure that there's no suspicious or illegal activities going on. Yeah, so. it, it's it's much better than it was, you know, 80 years ago. It's still not perfect, as you can see, as 
2008, what happened with uh, Bernie Madoff, and it's, it still can happen, but it's it's way better than it was. It is. And as far as hacking goes, um, there are reports of Robin Hood, Robin Hood getting hacked out there. That's kind of been a very uh, trendy news topic in the last six months. That's because people aren't using strong passwords and their email passwords are the same as their Robinhood passwords. So someone may steal your email and now they can access your Robinhood. You should be using two-factor authorization to protect against that. And Robinhood, I've read a lot about this. They're actually really good with this. When you contact them, if if, uh, your account's been hacked, nine times out of ten, they're going to restore the money for you. Yes. And... and, and your first offense is yourself. Don't be a victim. Don't just put yeah. two-factor authentication on Robinhood. Put it on your email. Put everything. It on everything. Yeah. yeah. So I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. But uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to sub- uh, subscribe and leave a like and a comment below. All right. Thanks. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you to all our listeners and subscribers out there. Um, One thing that would help us out a lot is if you give us a rating and please leave a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. And if you have any suggestions for future shows of of any type of subjects you would want us to cover, let us know. We're open to all suggestions. And um, also, the last thing I would say is it's also very, very helpful if you go over to our YouTube channel and you subscribe to that as well. And the YouTube channel has a lot of great, uh, we added a lot of photos and helpful aids that will help you understand a little bit better the things we discuss in the podcast. But um, once again, thanks for all your support and uh, stay tuned for the next episode.